Peas. Potatoes. Potatoes. Popcorn. Okay, Jeff. We'll never get through this if we don't. Okay, just start. Okay. Get serious now. This okay. is a very serious interview. Very serious interview. Her. Hello and welcome to <laughs> the look at your face. You okay. did it. You did it. <laughs> Say anything. Okay. Okay. You're listening to Creative Voices, sponsored by Tree Park Store. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Creative Voices. I'm delighted today to be joined by Dara and Katrina from Fion. Guys, thanks so much for taking time to join me on the show. Hello. Hi, thanks for having us. You're very welcome. So, as always, we kick it off with a little bit of a background. Fion and you guys, give me a bit of a quick summary of who you are and what you do. Quick summary. Quick summary. We need a week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we were both in full-time jobs. I was a floor fitter. For 20 odd years, Katrina. I spent was. like a decade doing that nine to five office thing that was slowly killing my soul a little bit. And then what happened? So here we are. Um, I think we wanted to be creative, but we didn't know how to express that. And I think that's most people's, most creatives' problem is trying to find a way that they can express creativeness. Yeah. <laughs> so. We didn't know what to do. I know we wanted to do something different. Yeah, and we wanted to work together as well. That was another thing. Yeah. And we love it, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for those who might not be familiar, what do you guys do at the moment? You have your handsomely made goods, I believe, is your tagline? Yep, yes. that's our tagline. This kind of evolved, hasn't it, over yeah. time? Um, I think we had a few other ones too, but I think as time goes on, you kind of find your direction, and that's the way we're going. So grooming and lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. You have to live with those things for a little while before you get the feel of them and know if they're right for you. But I think we've yeah. landed on that eventually, yeah. yeah. And then the business name, Fionn, wild in Irish, I believe. Fionn. We get yeah. so many different ways of pronouncing Fionn. You must get, yeah, I say you really <laughs> must, in fairness. Yeah. Most people should know Irish in this country. Well, it's only we West of Ireland, I don't know what you're expecting. <laughs> it's just a little nod to our heritage, so we want to include that. Yeah, it's the Irish word for wild. I guess a lot of what we do is just that little bit different. So even some stuff that we've done, like some of our products, they've been done before for things like candles and stuff, but we wanted to do a different twist on them. Okay, so where did you start? What was the very first thing you made? What was your first product? I think the first one was the bow tie, wasn't it? The wooden bow tie. That's not even the idea we started with. Oh, Going yeah. back even further, it was a completely you know, different idea. I feel like I could do a podcast on each uh, product you guys oh, do. Yeah, based it, on, it really oh starts my goodness. in one place and takes you just like kind of wake up with ideas and then tell Katrina in the morning, by the way. <laughs> well, at least you're <laughs> waiting until the morning now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try this idea. So I think the first one was a, a crate for a bicycle. So... I love these old American kind of cruiser bikes and the the old Dutch bikes with the carrier, you know, the old yeah, butcher yeah. bikes. And yeah, they had yeah. the frame on the front and everything. I love those. Um, so I, I bought myself one and I had that idea of making a crates that you could carry things around, but then discovered that not a lot of people in Ireland <laughs> <laughs> ride Dutch bikes or cruiser it's, bikes. It's really hilly and really rainy, so yeah. it's not Holland. <laughs> yeah. So we, what did we do? After that, we kind of scrapped that idea. Um, my background is, is flooring. 
so I had machinery I wasn't using, so that they were traded in, and I was trying to think of something else I could do that would be creative, but also be using the kind of background I have in trades, you know, because yeah. I've done just about everything from building to carpentry to, oh, you know, I've done so yeah. many different jobs over the years. So mm-hmm. just trying to find find a way to express that. So we bought a laser machine. So that was a big outlay. And this massive freight arrived one day and we didn't have a clue how to use <laughs> this <laughs> thing. So yeah. we, we so hauled it. the day you were like, uh, Katrina... <laughs> Don't laugh at me, but I want to buy a laser machine. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why? And what are we going to do with it? So, so yeah, we got the machine and then we had to build a workshop around the machine. <laughs> so I don't think you can move the machine because no, it's sure. so big. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, so we got that into place and, you know, just trying to discover what we could do with it. And that opened up just being able to prototype things real quickly and learning how to draw I draw files and do tests and that's where that came from so we started with the bow tie the wooden Mm -hmm. bow tie it had been done before but what we wanted to do was use irish kind of ingredients in the mix so yeah that's what we did we did the best wooden bow tie you can get so we we got sustainably sourced irish oak it's all winfeld and we use mcgee tweed from the so that's kind of been our motto we've gone kind of all in on everything we've done <laughs> yeah but I remember seeing on the back of the bow ties you had where it was sourced from the timber and yeah, yeah yeah so those little details we kind of started off with that motto that the little details mattered so it was quite a niche product yeah um, it's probably but it, it got us started and then that took us down a different road bit by bit over the last two years yeah a very different look at the end oh we've totally changed since then we've evolved like i guess like most businesses we've turned into something else and and the products we're doing now definitely were not even on the agenda when we started yeah so that's from getting feedback isn't it and it's been a road of discovery really yeah i know that sounds kind of cheesy but you just find things as you go yeah. yeah, it's been exciting, you know, and we've learned absolutely heaps along the way. <laughs> oh, you all seem to have poured your heart and soul into it, guys, in fairness. I mean, the yeah. level of customization and detail on the packaging, it's something we always get complimented on here when people see your products. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing how people are so responsive to it. And I think what's funny is for such a small business, you've managed to make it so successful of a design, people assume that it must be much bigger business or mm, should we yeah. say have a huge team of people working on it or something like that yeah we've had people say are you a, a London brand or, yeah. a, or a Dublin brand that has come yeah. to Galway we're not so. even two years quite are we? yeah I think yeah. next month yeah or two yeah so, so yeah still quite young but we really put a lot into it so we've kind of been able to grow quite intensively yeah. well it's from, good to be aspirational in that way and to know yeah. what kind of aesthetic you're going for too which mm. I feel so who is it? Who like is Dara the crazy ideas and Katrina's the? Whoa now! <laughs> what <are you> doing? <laughs> yeah. How, how does that dynamic work? I'm curious about. Um. Okay. I understand that Dara's the over engineer of things. That's yeah, fine. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, details really matter to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, and I think it's having been in the flooring trade because part of my work was design work in flooring. It wasn't just your regular you know floors I would have to actually design motifs and insert them into floors it was very particular um, very almost bespoke kind of work in some ways or yeah some of it was custom you know and then I was sent to other countries to do to do jobs for people specific to those brands so 
I think having a, it was just an eye for detail. And I think yeah. I got that from my dad and because he was always creative as well. So from a young age, I was out in the workshop inventing things, mm. making things. And I, I think I always had that bit of an entrepreneurial spirit, even when I was a kid. You know, I don't know how many jobs I invented to try and get some more pocket money. So, it, you know, it was paper rounds. It was, I even sold golf balls to my maths teacher. So that's how diverse my game. <laughs> so, yeah, the creative side has stemmed from, you know, what my parents have and have taught and me strong work I think as well yeah absolutely you've got to work hard work hard and yeah. we've definitely worked yeah. hard you know I think we've lost so many weekends and late nights in the workshop and yeah. it's starting to pay off now and then Katrina has a whole set of other um, <laughs> strengths in yeah. the business too kind of divide and conquer depending on what the job is I love a good production run I do the same job a thousand times over and not get bored of it <clears throat> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> enjoy the kind of the structure and the system. Yeah, you kind of get into a real groove and you stick on some nice music and yeah, have a nice coffee with you. And Dara's really. You label good. 150 bags for me or something, isn't it? Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once I get into the groove, that's it, you won't stop me. So, um, yeah, I guess between the two of us, we do we do have different strengths, yeah. different things we're really good at, different things we're rubbish yeah. at, but we're lucky that the. So definitely that partnership is a huge part of it. Yeah. And even problem solving, just being able to think out loud. I know one advantage really we have is that because there's loads of people that are very creative, they're kind of on their own. Yeah. And it's just having a sounding board of, well, what do you think of this? Well, no, that won't work, but maybe what about this? Mm. And mm. that ability to just bounce ideas off each other and problem solve together. Yeah. So instead of each of us separately coming home from two different day jobs, being stressed about something that you we don't really have, have any relation together with yeah, yeah they, we both have the same day job so we can bounce those yeah. little problems off each other and that's really good yeah well, I think a strong part of that too is having the capacity to identify which roles you are good at and understanding that maybe it, that's not your your strength mm. so it needs to go to Katrina or vice versa like and mm. yeah like yeah. if I'm if I'm having to tweak a design or figure something out technically I just can't have music on <laughs> I really just, I just can't have it on whereas Katrina just absolutely you can't loves work without the music, music. <laughs> not <laughs> silence I just, yeah. silence nothing I can't have to be something else so, that's yeah. somewhat similar to me I'd be like you Katrina yeah. I, I need I always have something on in the background it could yeah. be a podcast or a book I might even be listening to it but just it gives me a bit of comfort yeah, yeah. Yeah, silence would be deafening to me to be honest oh yeah I guess there's just been so many um, problems to solve along the way and mm. if I do, if I don't have peace and quiet in the workshop <laughs> just at that time that's not <laughs> oh no we, we work really really well together yeah. but we have an understanding that if, <laughs> if there is something very technical to figure out and believe me as a creative it, it's nearly weekly that you've got to solve some problem. It's problem solving is half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is a common theme that we've come across yeah. on, the, on the show. Yeah. No more than you talking about your parents giving you the bit of spark of inspiration for creativity. The second thing always seems to be problem solving yeah. and figuring things out. Because you guys, no more than other people we've spoken to, you're forging your own path and doing something that uh-huh. there is no metric or barrier to jump yeah. over. You just have to go and see. I think people think we're crazy. Well, well, that's that's in a way. People talk, think I'm crazy sometimes too. Yeah. But, you know, that's not a bad thing. Maybe that's that's. A sign you can yeah. Yeah. and you will get help along the way. But at the same time, if somebody else has put a lot of their own heart and soul into something, they're not going to just divulge all the secrets yeah, of how yeah. to make a oh, product or how to figure things out. Yeah. You really have to do that yourself, don't you? Yeah. 
put in the hard work yeah. and figure things out. Well, yeah. it probably makes you stronger along the way. Yeah. You have yeah. full ownership of everything you make. Yeah. So it's like some people like walk into our little shop and they go, tell me about everything. Yeah. And I nearly have to hold myself back because I know every single thing about every single thing you made. <laughs> I know, you know, the ingredients that's gone into how we've done this, how I know everything. So yeah. if people ask you, how's it done? You can, like, you full ownership yeah. of every single item. So it's hard it. to give a short version of it. Yeah, it kind of is. I'm like, well, stole the horses. <laughs> <laughs> like, give them a little bit. Don't, don't overdo it. But yeah, but you have full ownership of it. So that's, I suppose it's really challenging in one way. And it's really intensively brain draining when you're trying mm. to work on something and you just need to figure out the answer. Once you do that and you figure out the answer, it's a great satisfaction. There's such a level of pride then mm. in okay. what you've made, yeah. and you know every detail in it. And what really gives me kick is when different people pick up on those cues, mm. like a design cue you've kind of subtly tried to get in, or yeah. different things about it. And that that's really, really satisfying. So, yeah. given that you opened your new pop up <coughs> shop in town there about three, four weeks ago, would it be? Yeah, yeah, four weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Has that been an interesting, like a a chance? outside of certain events or trade shows first to have so much direct interaction with people and your products mm-hmm. that in itself must be as you'd mentioned Absolutely, earlier on yeah. educational mm-hmm. and kind of getting good feedback yeah because it's a totally different retail is a totally different environment to what most creatives are used to they're yeah. used to selling at fairs I guess when you have a warm audience who are there and you're there to explain what's in front of you <clears throat> yeah, yeah. even the way you display yeah. products and and the type of packaging that maybe that you have is different in retail yeah so and you quickly learn don't you what works and what doesn't work yeah. we like, went through a steep learning curve really this year <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> a very steep learning curve yeah i think we got back from the flea which was when december last it's not year. on this year yeah it was last year, december, year. Yeah. and customers were just coming thick and fast you know at, yeah. at times it was a queue to, yeah. to do customization of different items that yeah. we had. And we very quickly figured out what was working and what wasn't working. And you yeah. could you could change something very quickly. Yeah. You know, and if you're relying on say website sales or e-commerce sales, it can be very slow. It's not as it's not as rapid as people would make it out to be mm-hmm. online. It's it's a very s- slow build up of custo- of a customer base, yeah. you know. Whereas in a retail environment or a very busy fair, you can make changes. Mm. And I think we came back from the flea full of ideas on a high because yeah. <clears throat> we knew, you know, there was things that we needed to fix, and we worked on that. Mm-hmm. Then didn't we? We kind of had a list. We had a notebook, I think, when we were there. When we were, <laughs> In January, we sat down and did like a little mini AGM, just the two of us. <laughs> I know that sounds kind of weird. We sat down and we analysed the whole flea and mm. what we got right, what we didn't get right. And we made up just a sheet mm. of things of things that we needed to improve. <clears throat> That's a good idea. It's it's great to be involved in the business together and have the capacity to formalise that in that way and get the benefit of it. Because sometimes you can, especially for creatives, I'd say you could keep stumbling forward for a long time without the benefit of actual analysis of where you are like and you learn from fails yeah it's awful to fail especially when you're it's, creative yeah. because you put you put your heart into it you well it's hard it. to separate yeah. yeah so when you have a fail it hurts more you have ups and downs even in any any job you do but mm. when it's your own thing your own project it, mm. it, it hits even harder but what we kind of tried to do was to learn from those because there's a lesson in everything if you're willing mm. to, to look for it yeah 
So there's lots of different things, different cues we picked up on our, our branding and our our display and loads of different things on, on how we present. And we changed all those things during the summer. We kind of took a step back and, and, and changed and fixed all the things we needed to fix. Oh, my voice is so... I think I need a coffee. I wish you yeah, were a coffee somewhere. <laughs> somewhere that does a nice flat life. Yeah, I think you can't be crushed no. by disappointments. Yeah. I think initially we were. A there was a bit, couple yeah. of things that happened and we thought, oh, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, is this the right direction for us? It's so much easier to have a nine to five job in one way. Yeah. You can switch off then at the end of the day and maybe not necessarily think about everything. Yeah. But you have to understand, I think it's a lesson you learn too as well, that sometimes you just can't make any any particular people happy. Yeah. You know, there's someone out there who they're just not your customer, they're just not your base, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, and if you get offended by that. Yeah, you you can't be precious about it either, and you can't be sentimental Hmm. to a certain degree. You kind of have to be brutal in seeing why something doesn't work and if it can be fixed. But then if you can do that, a lot of the highs we've had mm. when you have a low it's quite low but when you've put so much into it and you have a, a win yeah. that win is just it's gold you, you just yeah. it's so satisfying yeah. and so many of the wins we've had over the last while have been born in the lessons we learned from our failures so it's kind of a cliche but you can if you're open to those lessons and you're willing to take the time to problem solve mm. <laughs> then yeah. you really come out the better for yeah. it yeah, well, you're either going to give up or... Get better. Yeah. Yeah, improve, get better, yeah. and make it work. So. Yeah. It's valuable lessons there for anyone starting their own business, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about where you are at the moment, guys. Um, your product range, perhaps, and maybe your pop-up shop in Galway City? Where do we start? <laughs> well, Katrina's front of house, mostly. I'm rarely in the shop, to be honest with you. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I'm in the workshop making most of the time mm. I get such a kick out of talking to people though I yeah. could talk all day I really I really could <laughs> why don't we try and keep the episodes around 45 minutes yeah <laughs> but like it's such a, a buzz that like the energy you get off just chatting to people and, and I love that so I think I'm happy in that job yeah. I'll be I'll no be well, it's not that I don't like that <laughs> no I do love talking to customers too but I think you're more you're naturally just yeah. at home with that side of the business yeah you know? So it's busy, it's been busy. And yeah. I think we've reached customers that we never would have mm-hmm. reached if we didn't have the pop-up shop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's actually very important because we thought initially when we started out that e-commerce would be the only thing. We're going to be mavericks and we're just yeah. going to be e-commerce. Yeah. Do that and nothing doesn't, else. <laughs> it doesn't Good. work Good. that Good. way. And you yeah. learn that over time mm-hmm. that you need... You, you need your, your, your income basically to come from a few different... Streams. Uh, streams, yeah. yeah, and you can't just rely on one. So we learned that. Um, Plus you miss that personal connection to a certain degree. Yeah. If it's just, you know, yeah. if you're scrolling on Instagram or Facebook <clears throat> or whatever, it's just tap, 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 tap. Well, I think it's important for you guys too, given the small nature of the business and the local and west of Ireland, having a physical presence is good too. Yeah. Because People otherwise... People need to know us yeah. in backyard. Like we yeah. were building up our customer base online, definitely. And we were mm. getting repeat customers, which is always great when they mm. come back and repeat. Mm. But we were finding that people locally didn't really know about us. Yeah. And that is an awful shame if they, people mm. don't know about you, yeah. your own area. So this was ideal, wasn't it? Yeah. To open up. And another reason for that as well is that our before now our products were quite visual. Like they... 
the bow tie, were, yeah, and the, the all the leather the, goods, all of those things were quite visual, and, and you could see what they looked like with good photography, and you could describe them. But our new product ranges, the um, mostly the um, fragranced stuff, so the the coconut and soy candles and, and the soaps um, body and soaps, you can't describe scent on the internet you can't smell on the internet and it's such a (laughs) no (laughs) but scent is such a personal thing it's such a personal taste that you need to actually hold it up and take a sniff yeah and And it's powerful too I'd imagine you probably get people who may come in without an intention to buy and sometimes Mm -hmm. the scent can lure people into picking up a product yeah (laughs) (laughs) you've had some funny experiences with that yeah I'm right opposite um, electric so sometimes there's a lot of noise and fun going on <laughs> don't know if I should even tell the story but like last week or the week before there was some student thing on so they were all oh the Christmas jumper thing I don't know what it was but there was loads of uh, students out and by 12 o'clock in the day they were very merry and I had a girl pass and she was a little wobbly so shall we say <laughs> she was passing with what I presume was her boyfriend and uh, she was like, he was popping her up. <laughs> she passed her door. She's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <sighs> job smells good. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I was just sitting there laughing to myself. Anyone passed, they thought it was mad. So it was just, yeah, it was funny. It was really funny. Yeah, a lot of people pick them up and just make a noise after they smell. Like, <sighs> yeah, which yeah. you just can't get on, on the internet. So it's nice to have that personal interaction. Action. Yeah, with people in... And to get to see that immediate kind of feedback from people even before they bought the product, how impressed they are about it. Like, mm. we've had people buy them without even smelling them. That's a bit but, strange. Yeah, surely if it's a scent-based product, you're going to at least. Yeah, I know, but uh, mostly people. Yeah, they like to, to um, have a, a good sniff. Yeah. And how did you arrive at that? Like, I mean, that must have been the process of getting involved in fragrances for candles and soaps. Must have been. Okay. I will not lie, there was times where I was ready to throw the book at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> it took a year yeah. of testing to get that far. Yeah. So I started December last year. Because I seem to remember having conversations about these products with you guys quite some time a back. A long time ago, yeah. yeah. So candle making in one way is very simple. It's a container, it's wax, it's fragrance, it's wick. There's yeah. four things. Yeah. But it's also slightly... There's an alchemy to it, so yeah. you have to get each component right at the same time. Yeah. So I did over a hundred different testers. I have a folder about four inches thick of each tester. So when when I say tester, I have to record it, temperatures, percentages, temperature of the room even when you're yeah. making your candles, you have to record that. Mm-hmm. And then to do the, the test burn testing of the candle, you literally have to weigh the candle uh, log the time you lit it, log the time you blew it out, wait again, you have a rate consumption, you have a hot throw. There's, there's a lot of things involved in it. And yeah. yeah, it was a steep learning curve. Yeah, I could see But I got way. there in the end and getting there, I was, it was, yeah. it took a lot of work. It took yeah, a year of work basically to get mm. that far. So yeah. we thought we'd be finished with that way sooner in yeah. the year. Yeah. So it did take longer, but we persevered and got it right. And, and I think we knew that we would have to have some consumables in our line at some mm-hmm. point because... Having one-off products. And yeah, one-off products. <coughs> and we were making, like, I mean, with everything that we've done to date, we've tried to use the absolute best materials that we can use. But the problem mm-hmm. with that is they last... So, so long. So Forever. long. <laughs> 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 Somebody buys a keychain or whatever it is, but it can mm-hmm. last them, you know, many, many years. So... 
Yeah, even we, your own keychain that we photographed just that had developed a lovely kind of wear on yeah, it. Yeah, patina. Yeah. Yeah, so... That's a year and a half's worth of wear and tear. Yeah. yeah. From a tradesman. So I think what life. we've done now is introduced, yeah, consumables, but they're done with our kind of a spin on it because there's not very many out there that would focus on male yeah. gifting or yeah. male grooming. So we knew it was it was a kind of a niche that we could we we could definitely exploit further. Yeah. So we'd started with some kind of, but I think it was mostly kind of uh, what do you call it, lifestyle? Yeah, goods. like formal wear and, and everyday carry. Formal wear, yeah. So it's grown all the yeah. time, and there's loads of different products as well we have in mind to do as well. Yeah. But I mean, it all comes in time, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And I think next year we're going to introduce some some more. <laughs> Things. Always have to innovate, yeah. More products. But it's, but it's good that you've spent the time that you need on the items rather than trying to do everything at once. You're yeah. given the time and effort that's required to, <clears throat> to do it the justice that you want. Like, because to keep your aesthetic and your brand and your ideal yeah. strong, yeah. each individual item has to represent And I it. think you can see that coming through more than ever now. Yeah. Our, our brand showing, shining through. That's kind of evolved a little bit as well, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. Because my like my passion has always been graphic design and typography. typography. Yeah. yeah. Particularly has always been a hobby of mine. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't know how many fonts I've purchased just because I love <laughs> fonts. <laughs> love good old fonts. Type faces. I think I'm a yeah. bit of a geek in that regard Um, but graphic design is just something I I love so expressing that through the products that has been brilliant Mm -hmm. I've I've loved doing that but I think that's important it's nice to have a consistency throughout that Mm. it makes it very easy for people to see something and even if it doesn't have your name on it they can know by the feel of it or the look of it that it is yours yeah Mm. I mean it's baffling to me how often I work with smaller businesses and I'll be doing work for them and maybe I need their logo for a video or whatever and they don't have their logo or they don't know what their font is <clears throat> it's it's crazy like I heard they've handed over that aspect of it to someone they go exactly. I'll ring some guy in some office in Dublin and yeah, do my thing yeah. for me and I don't even know what it is you know yeah yeah I mean I did a job last week for some because we do get take on some custom jobs if we have the time to do it so yeah. Last week was some leather work, and oh, we, yeah. we asked for the logo to be sent in vector format or PDF, and they, they didn't even know where it was. <laughs> so I actually yeah. had to create the logo for them again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think a lo- I've seen a lot of creatives like that that are not building a brand. They're just building yeah. the products, and then maybe forgetting that the brand is what people buy into. It's what yeah. people... Your values are in your brand. Yeah. What yeah. you what you think is important comes out in your brand, yeah. and it's very easy to kind of want to cheap out on it, but yeah. it's important to yeah. Well, what's interesting is I we way back a good few episodes ago, I spoke with my friend Eric, who works with a lot of artists and creatives, and he okay. works up in um, a visual art space up in Carlow, I believe. And he had spoken about that about how a lot of creatives don't take ownership of the brand aspect of their business, mm-hmm. and assume that because they're good at what they do and they're putting something out there that people will just respond to it but don't give them anything to identify with for them yeah. as a brand and then when I spoke with Keith and Emmett from All About Kombucha they have a very interesting where not only, only have they worked very strong on their brand but they have their brand ethics and the five core values that okay. they are trying to adhere to at all times in their business one of which is be sound which I think is I like that <laughs> yeah you know I mean other ones are obviously environmental responsibility and so forth but I definitely think be sound is a pretty good place to start you know yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. We kind of, I mean, we might have written, written those down, but we kind you know of have those are. things that you'd end up saying, <coughs> kind of say them to each other every now and again when we're trying to figure yeah. something out. Mm-hmm. Even in your packaging choices, like we're picking things that are environmentally more friendly now, yeah. you know, so... All you have that, in your shop is... is it's not plastic. Yeah. Yeah. Not a scrap of plastic there, no. It's mostly craft that we're using. So yeah. I think you're doing those things yeah. um, subconsciously. No. But even Dara's thing that he says repeatedly is the little details matter. So yeah. That seems to be our motto whenever we're mm. making something or testing something or even quality control. Yeah. You might have something on the table that you just, oh. Yeah. You just lash it out or just, no, the little details yeah. matter. So that's what Or they, even pause, stop what you're doing. And like a, we, we had an opportunity to, to be part of a group during the year as part of another pop-up shop but we weren't happy with some things so we just decided to pause let's just stop what we're Mm. doing and just fix the problems instead of plowing on knowing something is still bothering you so being able to take the time to do that and get it right being willing to be true to what you're what you're doing though in fairness you know Mm -hmm. and it's interesting I suppose I'm sure you guys have been at Manny's Affair or Manny's Show at this stage like, have you found common problems among other creatives and artists? Like, where's the, where do you think the scene is at in Ireland at the moment? Is there stronger support for handmade and for smaller business? Or have you found common struggles with other business owners? Um, I'd like to think there's stronger support Yeah, for local and handmade. And I, mean, I think it's growing. It definitely. is growing, yeah. There'll always be a large customer base that will only buy the cheapest product they can get their hands on. Yeah. And that's fine. That's, yeah. that's, and there's also the realistic aspect that perhaps not for everyone they can afford yeah. the luxury of, Absolutely, you know. Yeah. And that's, yeah. you know, that's fair enough. That's just life, you know. That, that's it. Yeah. You know? Is it growing? Yeah, I think it's definitely growing mm-hmm. in Ireland. And I think even in Galway alone, how many pop-up shops have you noticed this We're in a bit of a yeah. you know, heat wave of, of pop-up shops, yeah. right, aren't we? <laughs> There's a bit of a boom yeah. going on yeah. with that at the moment. Never saw that before, so that's yeah. new. So definitely people are yeah. I think consumers supporting. are slowly becoming more aware that the choices they make and what they purchase has huge consequences down the line. Yeah. When they're when they're all stacked up, so the so where the compound effect. Yeah, I think they're very aware that both a, a micro and a, a macro scale. Yeah. You know how it impacts on them individually, locally, in small business, yeah. and then overall in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, so I think that is becoming more of a movement, and that can only be a good thing. So if you're yeah. making something with integrity and with premium raw ingredients, and you put craftsmanship into it, yeah aware customers that are educated and that are aware and that aren't afraid to ask questions to go well what's this made of and why is it that way yeah you welcome that when you're when you're making something yeah. that you you're really proud of whereas if you're kind of sketchy and you're like oh, it's important yeah. for china or yeah, yeah this is you know mass produced in some other like you, you yeah. know there's there's yeah. well there's a balance to get there's a balance it's like yeah. even <clears throat> you know we can every component we use cannot necessarily be made here in Ireland. Yeah. That's just life. You yeah, know? that's the reality. It's a complicated commerce ecosystem yeah. in itself. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll you maybe borrow from here, borrow there, but you, the guts of it should be done here. Yeah. That's, that's what yeah, we're yeah. we're all striving to do. Yeah. You know? And even a little bit of like you don't expect each person to only buy Irish things or only buy things that are made local but even just a slightly little bit more makes a huge difference in the whole scheme of things. Well I think it's it's the same as the whole reduce, reuse, recycle or environment. Yeah. You can't just suddenly swap your whole life and change everything. You have to 
take control of it bit by bit. And there's some parts that work for some people and some parts mm-hmm. that won't yeah. work for others. And as long as does, everyone does their best of yeah. what suits their lifestyle within their, yeah. that remish, that's as much as you can ask of people, I think, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, okay, so we didn't quite touch on what the products are at the moment, so maybe we'll go, we have a nice candle range that you just... Yeah, so we have a lot of products. <laughs> um, I suppose most people might pick one thing that they're good at. We want to have kind of an idea of a, a big variety of things we do. So we've mastered different trades. The most recent things, I suppose, are um, fragranced candles. So they're a natural candle. They're made with a coconut and soy blend. And they're made with the theme of colognes in mind. Yes. So just slightly different. There's a lot of florally, maybe natural scents out there. Maybe, you know, essential oil smells. Yeah. We wanted to go for something that was a little bit different. So it's yeah. that cologne theme. So you've got one that's quite fresh and cit- has citrus notes. Another one that's richer. Yeah. And then another one that's a warm smell. And yeah, they're the ones that took a year to get right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, then we also have um, body soaps that match them, the same fragrances. They're made with organic shea butter, and there's different things in them. Then, so there's a scrubby one, nourishing, and a cleansing one that is charcoal in it. Yeah, yeah. So, and they have been phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. and I don't think we, we like I said before, it wasn't on the agenda at no. the very beginning, but you evolve yeah. as you go mm-hmm. along and you find out what people really want. So, I'm so glad that we did mm-hmm. do that, and that's yeah. opened up other avenues now. So that's kind of dictating the route that we're taking with the with the business. So. Mm-hmm. So they've, they've, that's the biggest new thing. Um, the other thing then is the concrete shaving collection, which also took a year to get right. <laughs> yes. And I don't know how many different trades we had to learn to get to that point as yeah. well. Yeah. So you're, okay, we didn't do the turning of the originals. We used a, um, a master wood turner. Wood turner, yeah, based in, in Galway. So we used his, his services and his help as well. Mm-hmm. And that's very important that creatives need help. Yeah. And then we support each other. But we got that help. And from then we had to make, we had to learn how to create um, mold forms and be able to work with silicone and, and make our own copies of the originals. So, and there were, was a whole host of problems that came as a result of doing well, that we had to figure out, you know, and there's so many times you're going, I think this is going to work. It's not going to work mm-hmm. out. And I think you just doggedly stick at it and you just be very stubborn. We have a box of fails at home yeah. that we kept. Yeah, we're going to have to post that one. Day. Yeah. So I'll we have a big box of concrete pours that failed. Yeah. So we went through so many different mixes to get the right one. Yeah. So we have some that came out bubbly, some that came out just Super rough. Super rough. They were just rough. <clears throat> Others had like, they looked like water streaks in them. They just, they were wrong. And yeah. eventually we found the right mix. But even when you get that, you have to work out the right ratio of like we put a little bit of black pigment in there to give it that charcoal look. Mm. So you got to work out the ratio of pigment, water, cement. And then we also wanted to add one other kind of real local ingredient. So we, we found that when we, we start adding Connemara marble dust to it, yeah. you have to also get that ratio right. So even when you find the right mix of concrete, you have to find the right recipe. And when we're making yeah. the concrete, we literally have to measure it to the gram mm. for each mix yeah. when it's off. I, I love this actually because you mentioned this before about how you use crushed Connemara marble for yeah. it. And that's, that's pretty class. You know, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we get it in, in like cake format. So it's like a compressed 
yeah. cake clump. But yeah. then we have to screen it and go through several different screenings to try yeah. and get rid of maybe anything metal. We sieve it. Um, so it's then like a very fine powder. And it still has that green hue, doesn't mm. it, of it? But it mm-hmm. doesn't come through in the mix, mm. funnily yeah. enough. I think the charcoal pigment kind of knocks that out, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But it's great to use something local that yeah. would otherwise go to... Good waste, yeah. 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 It'd just be washed down the drain in yeah. most places. It's also like, I don't think a lot of people appreciate just how much craft there is in concrete. It's the science behind concrete is <coughs> fantastic. Pretty fascinating. Yeah, I've yeah. always wanted to do something in yeah. concrete. Yeah. This was my chance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people hear done. concrete and they think, you know, yeah. you didn't get on that hot parts. trend for polished concrete floors there a few years back. Oh, no, not why well, I did actually. <laughs> Yeah. Not Irish people really aren't into concrete floors in their homes. Some are. We came very close to the concrete bar too. here, but it just would have been too heavy for the size, for the yeah. for the three and a half yeah. metres. It might have been a touch heavy. <clears throat> we have other ideas of things yeah. to make with concrete for maybe next year, but uh, yeah. we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, and different material, using different materials, not just concrete. So yeah. I have a couple of ideas in mind. So yeah. maybe January, when yeah. the whole madness dies down. We get we've got a long list of things that we've got to do for January. Yeah. <laughs> it's just growing it's and growing. It's this magical right. month where we get everything done. Yeah, so well, your AGM is coming up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I have to hold, hire a hotel room, <laughs> staff and food. Actually, will you provide the coffee? Sure, yeah. no worries, man. <laughs> so, okay, and tell me the pop-up shop. We've mentioned it here a few times, but where are you guys? What's going on there? What's, how long will you be there? So we might be the smallest shop in Galway. Might be the smallest shop in Ireland. That's it's tiny. Mm. I think you thought it was... I thought it was bigger. You did yeah. a good job online to make it look like it was bigger than it was. It's basically slightly larger than a booth you'd get at a craft fair or a stall. Yeah. So it's slightly larger than mm. two by three by two. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we're in there. It's right next to Java's. It's Tuesday to Saturday that we're in there. Mm. And yeah, it's been great. We've really got a chance to meet people. And it's funny, there's loads of things that we were working on in the summer with retailers in mind. So the shelf presence, the packaging, the display, all those problems that in our heads we were solving for someone else. Came back to be useful for... Exactly. So we went to open our pop-up shop and everything was all figured out. So we wouldn't have been able to make it look as nice if we'd done all the hard work of learning from the lows of earlier in the year. Mm. So it's it kind of came back full circle that we ourselves had our own shop. And I don't think people really realise, do they? The the public realise how hard it is to to create something from nothing and then bring that to to being shelf ready. There are so many different um, (laughs) steps along the way that you have to take. And I think maybe even before we started this Mm. whole, you know, this journey, I think we were ignorant of that too. You just see products on a shelf. I think sometimes people's reactions to things is very subconscious. I mean, we constantly move stuff around the shop here because it gives people a bit of a different feel when they come in. Mm-hmm. Just like I saw you completely change your window display the last day and yes. just someone who's passed by a few times, suddenly it might feel different or look different or catch yeah. their eye or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah. that's it. We're constantly yeah. tweaking that shop window, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. It's my favourite thing to do. Change and, it at least once a week. <laughs> in fairness to you guys, you've always been great on the visual aspect, both from branding, design, packaging, but even your online presence. I've always really responded well to you guys are great on Instagram, but even not just general feed, but your little stories and how you talk about the products oh, and you well, show all the aspects you know, of it. That's not as easy as it looks. No, that's that's <laughs> and I th- a huge and, endeavor. You know, and it takes, it one of takes the reasons effort. why you found it so hard to get us in here is because we were trying to avoid you. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
or camera shy. Oh, or radio or mic shy. Yeah. It's not easy to get in front of a mic and talk about things, you know? You do feel vulnerable, don't you? Yeah. I think on social media, particularly, you're out there for the world to see. Yeah. You feel like you're being judged. Yeah. But I think part of the balance that we're all trying to achieve is not... Is not to feel judged. Yeah. Just, just view just it as. Yourself. Well, I think you've always been very honest about who you are and what you do, which is good, you yeah. know. And then people who are responsive to it. To me, it's always like if people aren't interested in what you're putting out there, why are they even looking at it? You know? Mm-hmm. So I think you just have to assume that the people who are there on your feed or looking at your stuff are someone who yeah. are invested in some way, yeah. be it personally, as in through they know you, or someone who's interested in your product and what you do. So. I'd say just put your foot forward in that regard. and Yeah. You know. Trying to do more talking on Instagram <coughs> stories videos. Yeah. But oh, lads, I can't do that at all. It's cringe. Oh, I've, I've, yeah, you send me messages all the time and they're yeah. voice messages on WhatsApp. Come yeah. On. That's, that's yeah. fine. I know You're it's only you are going to hear it. <laughs> You've got that silky radio voice. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be like the guy from Father Ted when he's behind stage and then he just switches on for the Eurovision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah. something we're trying to work on. Yeah. Yeah. And we're working our way up to having our faces on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> it's really We've done hard. the voice on Instagram, but yeah. yeah, and I think too a lot of times. Oh, I saw a picture of you, Dara. Yeah, oh, no, there was up. pictures. I'm talking up. about video. That's a like, difference. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll whole. get to that. We'll work on our yeah. way. Up. Well, I your think a lot of aspiring career as a hand model, Dara, was you know oh, that is true. <laughs> that is true. Workman's hands. It's genuine. You see, he makes the products. You know, gnarly workman's hands. Twenty-five years of hard graft. Uh, actually, we had someone text. Was it text? Text us in on yeah. Instagram and said, "You two are grafters." <laughs> okay. That's great, though. It's great well, people can see yeah, that. Yeah, you know. I've never really myself. thought about that, but yeah, I guess we are grafters. Yeah. <laughs> We're not well, afraid of working very hard, hard at this for the last few years, haven't you guys? In fairness, you know. Mm. To be honest, that's it's not like sexy or you know glamorous. It's not some Facebook ads trick that you can just do something online and. But it's actually hard work, old-fashioned mm. hard work mm. is the only way that you're going to make any headway. So, yeah, you do have to work hard for sure. There's no... I think you look back at what we did at the very beginning and oh. you kind of slightly cringe. Oh. <laughs> but this is, <laughs> and grow. again, something we've touched on here a few times. Yeah. There's nothing quite like the naivety of new business. It's mm. what gets you through. Because if you knew <laughs> oh, yeah. what you are going to do, there's no way you'd be willing to put yourself through it. <laughs> You can always look back and go, Christ, what was I thinking? <laughs> mm. But if you know what's coming, that's a whole different story, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. So, but for anyone starting a business, it's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go for it. It's brilliant. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Make your own hours, your own boss. Lovely. Okay, so maybe quickly tell me how long will you be in town? What's the plans going forward? Right, I'm doing a very bad job of selling the shop. Yeah. So we'll be here. <laughs> We'll be in the shop, I think, first week of January. We're packing up and getting out of there. So we'll be there for the next while. So it's Tuesday to Friday, I think, is 10 to... No, 12, 12 to, to 6. six. Yeah. 12 to 6. And then Saturdays is 10 to 6. Possibly the last three Sundays will will open as well. Okay. What's the name um, of that street again? That's Abigail Street. street. So between Java's and Electric is yeah. where we are. Most people know where Java's is, yeah. I yeah. think. Yeah. And... This weekend? This, oh yeah. <laughs> don't I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but... Hopefully soon. Uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> it might we'll be, be out before we... We'll be in the black box as well, uh, Saturday and Sunday this weekend. So it's the last weekend in November. And it's funny, I had um, photos popped up of our very first year when we were in the hallway and we had... Oh, I was looking at it. Oh, I remember. I saw yeah. you guys out there. I'll have yes. to find that picture because I looked yes. at it and I was like... 
Oh. I bought a bow tie from my friends off you guys that year. Yeah, <laughs> Did yeah. you? Yeah. So that's kind of, that was the very first chance we, the first chance we got. And it was really nice, actually. It was Breed of Fox from the Leo yeah. that asked us if we want to be, it, the, the whole thing was full. So yeah. all the stalls were already allocated. Yeah. But she gave us the hallway and she said, just try it and see yeah, how you yeah. go. So like a little bit of it was we made sales, but a lot of it was we learned so, it was a huge learning experience mm. for yeah. sure. And the nuggets of that is what us brought through the next year. And then yeah. we had the flea as a huge learning experience again. And that brought us through yeah. it was this the, du- year. the Dublin flea. The it? Dublin flea, yeah. 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 So yeah. that was our very first ever outing as Fionn. And it yeah. was, mm. yeah. Yeah. And then you guys are at the Plowing Championships this year as yes. well. Mm, Believe was... it or not, farmers bought concrete shaving stuff. Yeah. I think they would, but they no. did. Well, it just the goes to show you how good the anyway. yeah. yeah. If they're going to buy something. I think if there ever there's a, a group of men who would respond well to something that's well made, it's going to last a while. Yeah. You know, it's going to be guys who work hard themselves, you know. Yeah. But they, they, they won't, they tend to buy less, but buy well. Yeah. Which is probably a motto that we should all live by. I think we should all, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like they buy a lot less. They don't put their hand in their pocket that much. But mm. when they do, it's because something's good quality. They responded to it. Yeah. And yeah. we learned to be proactive as well. Yeah. Because there was a lot of stalls there where they were just um, passively maybe mm. waiting for customers to come in. Mm. I think we had to hustle just a little bit and hustle, actually hustle, engage, hustle. engage <laughs> with people, smile at them. Yeah. Hand them a business card. That gets you out of your comfort zone as well and gets you... Yeah, yeah, definitely. I wouldn't be the most comfortable at that, but I definitely got better as the days mm-hmm. went on. Um, that yeah. was good. Okay, guys, an online presence as well. Where can people find you if they want to learn a bit more about you guys or maybe pick up some stuff if they can't get into town or if they're not in Galway? Yeah, we do click and collect as well. So if someone wants to buy online, they can yeah. pick it up from the shop. Yeah. So if they don't want to... Um, Otherwise... It's yeah. what? Six Be- euro DPD. Yeah, it's flat well. rating. Yeah. Yeah. So mm, that's fion.ie. Fion.ie. Fion. Fion. The website. Yeah. Jeff was asking. Always spell that. For all the F-I-A-I-N dot I-E. Say it again. F-I-A-I-N Okay. And you guys are Fion Crafted on Instagram? And Facebook. And Facebook. Who took my Fion handle on Instagram? Has it gone? Somebody did. We registered the name on the business that was CRO yeah. and the next thing the very next we're like oh, we'll do that tomorrow yeah. and we went on the next day and the username was taken yeah ah, took it on the com was free yeah. until um, started talking to loads of different suppliers about different things we needed and then it mysteriously was it was <laughs> <laughs> so anyways brilliant anyway that IE has worked yeah. out just yeah. brilliantly yeah and when you guys have a good presence on Instagram anyways as it is so I think people will be able to find out whatever they need to know uh, so before we finish up guys is there anything else that we didn't talk about or touch on that you want to mention anyone you want to thank other than each other <laughs> I love you Katrina <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know I had a long list of things I wanted to talk about yeah and I didn't have any time to write them down it was a busy yeah. day yeah <sighs> that's always a sign of success if you're too busy yeah. to be talking lads. oh it's been manic I guess we've got we've got big plans for the next year so keep an eye, keep on, an eye on you guys yeah. yeah we're always trying to I suppose tweak things yeah. come up with new ideas yeah and I think you have to have that kind of methodology or motto in your life as a creative person you can't just sit on your laurels if yeah. you've got something so yeah. we'll always be working on that go out there and pursue it and give it your all hustle <laughs> be honest about yeah. it all and you'll be yeah. fine yeah. it's highs and lows but it's it's satisfying really overall 
Good. That's a nice little summary there, Katrina. Yeah. It's good. I like it. She's I like it. great at it. Yeah, you sound. You know? We'll just edit Dara out. <laughs> oh, she sorry, would. Jay. <laughs> I hate you, Jack. I loved you at the beginning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I think we've touched on everything for today, but can I just say for myself, I've known you guys for about three years. You did our years very, now. very first <clears throat> photo shoot ever. Yes. In Fat Tony's. That's correct. Two full years ago. Yeah, two years ago, yeah. 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 That was good fun. That was the very start. Yeah. Yeah. You got good manager at that profile picture anyways. <laughs> Still up, I think. <laughs> but can I say I've been fortunate enough to deal with you guys a few times and we've had a good few interactions and it's always been a pleasure and I've always respected and admired what you're doing and I think it's awesome that you're going forward with it even more, guys. So the very best of luck to you and can't wait to see where you go next. Thank oh, you, Jeff. thanks very much, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. So again, thanks to Dara and Katrina for joining me tonight. That is the end of today's episodes and we will catch you soon. Thanks for listening to Creative Voices. This podcast is sponsored by Treebark Store and produced by P3B Photography. For more information, find us on Instagram, treebark.store or at P3B underscore photos. You can visit our website, treebarkstore.com or p3bphotography.com. Thanks again and catch you on the next episode.